You are listening to the Apex Nutrition Podcast on Mountain Bike Radio. Welcome to the Apex Nutrition Podcast. I'm Ben, and with me is Kelly Jennings. Kelly, good morning. How's it going? Going good. Good. Yep. So we... Um, Flying off the rails into woo-woo land in this episode. <laughs> we are. <laughs> Listeners, we are going to talk about essential oils. And uh, Kelly can do a little explanation of what she has going on. But I just want to do a little reminder, a couple of reminders here first. First, you, we're not crazy. <laughs> we're not crazy. And if you're new to the Apex Nutrition podcast, um, you can go back and listen to approximately 18 million other episodes that's an approximate number and, um, <laughs> and kind of get up to speed on what's going on, uh, where Kelly's coming from, all great free information, everything from losing weight to, I don't know, everything shopping at Costco with giant carts and little kids right. to, uh, to everything in between. Too. Yep. Yeah. And you could follow everything that Kelly, everything that Kelly does has for sale, gives free information is over at apexnutritionllc.com. And you can follow her on Twitter at Fuel, that's like gas, Fuel, F-U-E-L, Fuel Right. And uh, Facebook would be Apex Nutrition, LLC. And uh, I think that's it. And if you like my mountain bike radio, by the way, best thing you could do is go to mountainbikeradio.com slash support M-B-R. That'll give you uh, some information on the two ways that you can help support Mountain Bike Radio. Um, and if you have any questions of why we're doing what we're doing, you can go over to mountainbikeradio.com slash MBR blog. And I wrote this. It's been called a manifesto a couple times. <laughs> yes. this, this blog post about why we're doing instead of just like taking advertising for everything and like going down that road, yeah, like, you know, straight that road and that's all of our income. Um, I'm exp I explained why I'm not doing that. So there you go. So you should go over to mountainbikeradio.com slash support MBR. And then there's two options, become a member and a little affiliate link that you can shop through over there for Amazon. So check it out. All right. Let's get to uh woo land. <laughs> so what's the deal? Yeah, essential oils. We were talking beforehand a little bit, and uh, just a reminder too: check in the show notes. I'll link a, a couple videos that uh, Kelly has, and when at, by the time this goes live, she will have a updated, um, basically an updated website that's going to contain uh, a whole section on the well-oiled athlete. Right. So, yeah, the um. You know, I will tell you, first of all, that this is about a year in the making for me. Um, I tend to, it, it takes me forever to get anything new done on my site. One, because it takes me forever. But two, because um, especially when it's something new, like essential oils, it's, um, oh, they felt like snake oil to me a year ago right now. Um, they probably I don't, do make a snake oil one. They probably do, and it's yeah. probably amazing. Yeah. But it, for anyone who doesn't know what essential oils are, and I, you know, I was talking to Ben before we started, like, I don't know what other people are seeing in blogs or on their Facebook feed or from friends, if you have even heard much about essential oils at all. But I know starting about a year or two ago, 
like every other post in my or um, yeah post in my Facebook feed was like one of my friends telling me about these weird oils that could cure like everything and anything. They were like, "Don't feel so good in the morning. Put a few drops of lemon behind your ear, and you'll have the best <laughs> day of your life." <laughs> and I'm like, "What?" And here's my link for DoTerra. Yeah. Exactly. What your um, kid has an ear infection? Just rub it some with. And um. You know, for anyone who's listened to me or read before, you also know that I'm extremely long-winded to the point where well-meaning people have told me, like, if you could just shorten your posts a little bit, you know, um, and I get where you're coming from. But here's the problem is I will not – I refuse to be like a talking point or a sensational headline in my posts in these podcasts and in my videos to where I'm just telling you what to do or what I think without giving you some background. And I know it's, you know, I I know it's annoying. And, you know, if you've read enough of my posts, you don't have to be the bottom portion. If you you don't want I delete anybody that says I should shorten podcast (laughs) episodes, I delete it. (laughs) You just give them, So I keep, I always reference Joe Rogan, but uh, he's Uh a very adult podcast. I mean, he leads off his episodes with, hey, MF, like this episode's mm-hmm. brought to you by MF uh, something like he, we use it right into the freaking advertisement, you know, um, <laughs> but it's like three hours long. And if you mm-hmm. don't like it, don't listen to it. Right. And like I get, it, don't read it. I get both. I've had some like profession, like people telling me, you know, if you just shorten this, like it's easier to read or, or whatever. Stop using so many exclamation part points. That was a good one in my writing because <laughs> I used to use. But what yeah, well, what I'm trying to say is yeah. that um, it took me a year because I want you to know that I didn't jump into this. I'm not looking for like the next money making opportunity. You know, I'm I'm doing okay with what I do, and that's teaching about nutrition. Yeah. So. All that to say is about, I don't know, a year or two ago, I started hearing all these things. And I was like, I was defending people, getting annoyed. Oh, like to that point. Oh, yeah. You weren't just like ignoring it. You were actively. And these were like friends, you know, people that, you know, not my great friends. I'm not like defending them, but whatever. Um, Yeah, annoyed. And um, the funny thing was, was I had a a good friend, someone who I respect, kind of a colleague that lives near me, that um, I was about to go on this ride. And I mean, it's not this crazy ride, but anyone who has ever heard of the white rim, and I've referenced it, I think on a podcast before, it's something I do annually is go ride the white rim in a day. It's outside of um, Moab and it's, you know, a little bit over a hundred miles and it's kind of like double track, but you gain and lose about 6,000 feet on it. And the problem for me is I always do it in the spring, which is a problem because I ski all winter and I don't even allow myself to get on a bike until April. Yeah. So if we do this in May, <laughs> I've got yeah. Got to ride a hundred miles, and I it's haven't like you're sat. Getting, jump start getting shape for the year. Oh, it is because yeah. then everything else is kind of easy. <laughs> so I didn't anyway, realize it was that much gain. Yeah, the All and those the, little bumps. They are. There's like yeah. three passes that you go over, and they're only like eight hundred to a thousand feet each. Yeah. That's in the middle, but then at the end, yeah, um, the, you have to climb yourself out of a huge canyon because you you descended in right at the start. Mm-hmm. Um. So anyway, I had a friend and she was like, you know, I have this um, like all natural, it uses essential oil, muscle rub, kind of think of it as icy hot, but with just, you know, um, like plant compounds in it instead of other chemicals that might have been, you know, grown in the lab or whatever. And I was like, okay, great. I'll take it. And um, so on my site, I'll have a few videos to introduce people to this, but long story short, 
as I was, we pushed ourselves. It was just me and my husband. So, you know, we can kind of push each other and we pushed ourselves in this last year's um, ride. I got under nine hours, which I was really excited about because um, that's a that's fast pace for me and um, on this particular ride. And after you climb out, at the very end, you have to climb out. I think it's like 1,200 or 1,500 feet right at nine, like mile 95. You just stare at it. And, you know, we sat down and each drank our Red Bull and looked at it. And we're like, oh, okay, get out of here. So we get up these switchbacks. And then you still have like 10 freaking miles on the road to get back to your camp. In these switchbacks, <laughs> like they're, they're literally a wall. It's a wall. You, yeah, you, you see, see the top it. from the bottom. You right. can see it. It's straight above you. And um, so and there's like cars passing you, honking at you, and you're all mad. And um, anyway, you get up there. And so me and Mike are taking turns pulling on the road. And I can't even sit in my saddle anymore. So now I'm having to stand. And my, but my legs don't want to stand either. I'm, you know, you're just cussing at this point. So mad that you did this to yourself. And um, so we and get yeah, back. Yeah, at that point in the year, <laughs> I mean, sitting on the saddle that long, you haven't. Right. Done. If that's one of the or whatever during the winter. Yeah. yeah, that's like the one of the biggest limiting factors. It's not my lungs, it's my my butt. <laughs> anyway, so anyway, we're going and I get back to camp and you know and I'm sure most everyone's felt this where your legs like you look down and you can see your quads actually like seizing on themselves, yeah, you know, they're, twitching and acting, Yeah, they're like moving funky. Yeah. And I can't like sit cuz that keeps happening and they're like seizing up but they don't really want to support me standing either. And um, so anyway, I used this woo-woo miracle rub called Deep Blue. Um, it's by doTERRA. That's the company. And I couldn't believe it. But within like 10, 15 minutes, I was <laughs> like walking like a normal person. I didn't even have to like lean on things anymore to walk. And within um, the next day we came home, I could actually walk up and down the stairs. That's always the um, kind of the test for me after I've thrashed myself is like, can you come downstairs without holding with both hands on the rail, <laughs> you yeah. know, to get yourself down. And then in best three t-shirt, days, best t-shirt I've ever received from any race was I did the Dublin marathon back in like 2005 or six, uh-huh. like Dublin, Ireland. And yeah. uh, on the shirt, it says down or downstairs backwards. It's what <laughs> happens after a marathon. It is yeah. like, yeah. yeah. Like a little two-year-old almost. like <laughs> so. Yeah, anyway, exactly. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, and then within 72 hours, I actually PR'd on a road climb right right here um, up Lookout Mountain. And I couldn't, like, it was just like, what in the world? I can't even believe it. I wasn't even really going for a PR, but just looked down at my time. And, you know, I, I couldn't believe it. So basically, that was my introduction into believing <laughs> in the essential oils, that this was something beyond just, like, making my pain go away a little bit. You know, like something actually healed in my legs. Um, and then I had um, my good friend and coach, Kurt, he used it in the Breck Epic. I started, you know, kind of giving it to a few people. I have these little sample packets. Um, and that's kind of how it grew. So, so it started there. that's what secret is. I've busted his secret. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> no, he was doing all kinds of great things there. But he was like, I think this might work. And then, yeah. you know, it's just some some things like that. And just recently, I thrashed my legs again and same sort of results. So hmm. that was my introduction into Believing Beyond. So then I started digging. And over the course of a year, you know, the – the a big aha moment came for me when when I really learned that basically essential oils are just plant compounds, right? They're just compounds that plants make to do things for themselves. And we're harvesting these to do things for us. So a few things a plant might want to do is it might want to heal itself when something's injured it, right? It might want to um, repel insects um, you know, from far away, like don't come near me. And once an insect's on there, it might want to have some sort of um, volatile oil that the insect wouldn't like yeah. um, to bug it and make it get off. 
they also want to like communicate with pollinators and um, produce good smelling smells and things like that um, that have different effects. And so when I think about it that like that, and then I look back at my own posts where I've talked about ginger, having gingerols, which can somehow enter into like joints and specifically heal and reduce pain in joints when you consume them in supplement or in whole food form. I'm talking about the same thing. And I've been talking about it for like eight or 10 years now, the same exact things. It's just that one is in a whole food form, which everyone's willing to accept, or in a supplemental form, which is still a lot of people are willing to accept a powder. You know, ginger supplements are just basically ginger powder in a capsule. So, you know, we've used that because we're comfortable with that. Um, and then this new one is in an oil form. So it's it's going to be more concentrated. It's going to be obtained in a different way and distilled. Um, and that's all we're talking about still. I've talked about how basil has anti-cancer properties, specific anti-cancer properties. I've talked about how broccoli and cauliflower are two of the um, – known as like detox vegetables that have properties that actually go to um, cellular level to help cells detoxify themselves. So at a cellular level, I'm not talking about like, oh, it cleans out your liver and like makes you feel better, you know, or something like that. I'm talking about specific actions that I've said and everyone seems to accept, yeah. um, you know, and, and there's... It feels really good this morning. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm <laughs> no longer hungover. I detoxify. You know, um, so... We're all willing to accept that. And so for me, the next step then, as I learned about these, was just accepting that I've already been talking about this for so long and believed it. And here's even something that is more potent and has an easier access into our bloodstream. So that's one thing is when you talk about foods and something I've you know really kind of honed in on and, and I hope other people understand is when we're eating things, we have kind of a rate limiting factor or a barrier or a filter, whatever you want to call it, in our digestive system. Our digestive systems, they don't they don't just take any old thing you give it, right? They're either gonna change it or just excrete it or say, no, I'm not absorbing that. It's not like everything is gonna get through. And so when we're talking about things to use therapeutically or medicinally, not everything you eat is gonna really help you because it's not all going to get into your system in the way you think it is. Unless you're taking IV fluids, it doesn't just get into your bloodstream. So that is one of the issues with taking with with foods helping us out in all the ways we hope they can. Um, so essential oils enter our bloodstreams in a few different ways. And um, I'll just tell you briefly how they are. Because the more you understand about it, I feel like the more it doesn't feel so woo-woo and the more you can decide if it's something you want to use in your body or not. Um, Here's the thing about the the whole woo-woo thing is I I think it's just a a mindset because here's the thing. We talk about it's like become over the last, what, 25 years, taking supplements of any kind has become like accepted, normal, whatever. And I mean, if you think about it, it pick a supplement. I don't even care. Um, anything. Magnesium. And, We've been talking about that lately. Yeah. But you want a food supplement. Yeah. And it's okay to take a supplement like that. But then mm-hmm. if you add something that's a, an, an oil that's from like a natural plant based <laughs> yeah. thing and just concentrated yeah. into an, in one spot, like what's weird about that? Right. What's weird about that? And yeah, we, and the same thing with like, we have medicines, you know, that come from trees and plants, like medicines, pharmaceuticals. Well, that's where most of them come from, isn't it? There's some kind of original. Right. And they started like that anyway. And now we like do synthetic things, but it's like, so which do you want? You know? Um, so yeah, that's exactly what it is. Look at probiotics. 
those come from fermented foods, but now we have them in capsules and now we use them for everything. And, you know, it's, it's, I, I get, I get the backlash because you, you know where the backlash comes from. And this is a good moment to talk about superfoods, actually, to not just throw us off and then I'll get back on track. I thought we were the going to back- talk about multi-level marketing, too. The backlash of this comes from marketing. That's exactly right. And that's what the backlash for superfoods comes like the term superfoods. And uh, just to bring listeners up to date, we had a question like, do I believe in superfoods? was basically the question, a good question. But the backlash for so much in nutrition comes from crazy claims by people and by marketers. Um, And to, to answer the question that we had, do I believe in superfoods? Absolutely, I do. It's the exact same thing we've just been talking about, that there are foods that have compounds in them that go beyond um, just carbohydrates and calories and protein and foods, I mean, and, um, and fats. And basically, the definition of a superfood from the Oxford Dictionaries is a nutrient-rich food considered to be especially beneficial for health or well-being, or I've seen it that um, a food that goes beyond the normal nutritive properties, meaning calories, carbs. Um, protein and fiber. So my my answer is when that definition is applied, uh, yeah, like I think that salmon does things that you know cause our bodies to steer towards anti-inflammatory properties. And it's not like I just believe this because it's like a religion. I believe it because there's all these studies and all this proof that it does. Right. So I I don't think it's disputable to me that there are things called superfoods. Now, what's disputable to me is that companies then and go in like put like create a superfood stamp and put it on the front of their packaging and act like foods, you know, have take the cake in, in the superfood. So like, for chocolate example, covered acai berries. Yeah. Are the best superfood. Yeah. yeah. Or, or even if it is healthy, chia, chia seeds are like the greatest superfood that everyone needs to take. You know, I, I love chia seeds. I think people should eat them, but it's not the only one doing what it does. And that's the problem is people want to pinpoint 10 top best superfoods. I've been asked to to do articles for, you know, publications. What are the five superfoods that athletes should have? And I think I've even done one like that. And it's very, you know, <laughs> I want to be a total dork and be like, I can't name the top five. I could no sooner name the stars in the sky, you know, <laughs> because there's so many, like so many foods are this. I can't, I can't bring it down to top five, and I can't say that broccoli is better than chia seeds, is better than salmon, is better than blueberries. Like, I just, there's so much they offer, and all are good. Like, why do we want to pinpoint them and make one better? It's because of marketing. And that's <laughs> so just that's the way we it, are, too, top. is like, it, it, okay, so if we find one top, yeah. positive piece of whatever, we assume there's so many complicated things. It's like plants, too. Like, we're going to talk about oils and plants and whatever, but we think we know that it like it does this right but it's so right. complex right so that well, food or the- that property of that one nutrient does this but it's not in a vacuum and it shouldn't be it's a supplement it's right. not it well, shouldn't be it shouldn't well. replace the food right yeah. and it, you're right it's not in a vacuum when they there's you know and one of the cool things about oils that we'll talk about is is they distill like the whole oil. So they aren't just taking out one compound. The, the oil is all the compounds that that plant is producing, right. which is cool because one problem with supplements when they isolate things is they don't work as well in our bodies as like whole foods or when they're not isolated. Meaning that if you were to take like, um, oh, let's say the antioxidants in blueberries and make them into a supplement um, and you just like isolated one, 
it may or may not work as good as blueberries because blueberries have cool things like, you know, that fiber or enzymes that help you digest it or all these different things that work together. And our bodies use these things like synergistically. So it's not, it's not always a good thing. Now, when we need one, you know, I've, we just talked about magnesium. When we know athletes need one mineral because our bodies are using it up and they are deficient in it, that's the different, you know, using that one is okay. Right. But when you want these like wellness benefits, um, you gotta, you know, you, you gotta take the whole picture into account and, um, and realize that foods, it, you know, I, I always feel like too, when, if people want to argue, I, I think again, so the backlash comes from marketing, but I still stand by foods go beyond calories, carbs. I mean, that's like been my life's mission is to, is to help people want to eat healthy foods and see them as food and not numbers. I'm so, you know, when I get asked about calorie levels and I get it because people want, and I, you know, there's a place for that, but first see it as a food. And when I teach, you know, I do, I'm doing videos now where I'm showing like a product from the marketplace. And then I'm telling you whether I love it or I loathe it on my site. The very first thing I tell you is one, first turn that baby around. Don't even look at the front because all the front of a package is marketing. That's it. Like they are trying to take your money and, and be mad, be mad when you get that package. <laughs> Turn it over. You're mad now. Now, so now you've got a few, um, you know, quality things to look at. But the first you're going to look at is the ingredients list. Don't even look at the nutrition label because that's like sub marketing. And the reason I say that is because food manufacturers can take away and add all these little, you know, like inulin to add fiber, things that aren't like part of the real food, and um, B vitamins to add B vitamins, and you know, so they can make that nutrition label look how they want it to look. Oh, it's too fatty. We're going to suck out some fat and put some extra sugar in there. So they can, they can manipulate that, but they can't manipulate their ingredients. They have to tell you what they put in there for the most part. And so that's where you start. Um, so, man, that was a tangent, and I don't remember where I was no, going with it. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, that's just kind of the, the backlash of, of the marketing. Uh, and, um, you know, I, there's, a, there's a cookie called Who Knew Cookies out there, and they call themselves like they're, they're basically an Oreo that's had all this stuff added to it to add fiber. And it's it, like super what food. What is it called? It's called Who Knew. Oh, who H- knew? Or W-H-O hyphen N-U. Who knew? Cookies. And, um, so they're good for I, I've done an Fiber. Oh, oh they, they add as much fiber as an apple, you know? And you're like, are you seriously comparing your Oreo to an apple now? Because the apple is a superfood. <laughs> do not do that. You know, an apple does so much more for you. So that, that's, it's, that's the kind of stuff and why super, the word superfood gets in trouble. Um, but, but absolutely from its definition, I stand by it and I stand by that foods can do more for you than just be these numbers. It's not just numbers in chemistry. And if you want to take someone up on that, you could take up Hippocrates, who who is like, you know, the grandfather of, of medicine and knowing that our food could be our medicine. And that's exactly what we're talking about with superfoods and with oils. So quickly, just to lend some legitimacy to it. And I'm going to get into a few specifics so on oils. Hippocrates used essential oils. Is that what you you're getting at? I am. Right. So a little bit of a history is um, back in, well, let me get my little thing to come up. Um, 3500 BC, Egyptians were the first people that we know of to extensively use aromatherapy or essential oils. Um, and, you know, people could like break these down um, with, like, what is it called? A mortar and pestle, yes. you know, with, um, from, from leaves and things like that when they were distilling them. And, and there's more modern ways now, of course. Um, about 3000 BC, the Chinese started using them that we know of as well. Um, 
467 BC is Egyptians um, were taken over and absorbed by the Greeks. So the Greeks started using them and Hippocrates started p- treating patients using essential oils. 25 BC to 450 AD. Um, so then Romans kind of took over medicinal wisdom of the Greeks and um, started using them in hygiene to promote health. They've been used historically in autopsies because they have anti-bacterial like bacterial and anti-viral and fungal. Yeah, so um, monks, yeah, monks used no them idea. in the Dark Ages. Um, and then in um, 1910, a French chemist um, named Rene Maurice, oh, dang it, I don't know how to say it. Every time I try to try to speak in French, and I, I I'm so sorry, French. anyone who's French. Yeah, no, I, Do I you don't speak know. any other languages. Some Spanish, okay. but that's because my grandparents spoke Spanish, but um, but not nearly enough to be proud of. I'm okay. So this, this is just the toll aside for anybody um, and <laughs> yourself because yeah. you don't have a lot of time. In like ten minutes a day. So there's an app called Duo. Lingo, yes, you should definitely try it out. I've learned, I've okay. taught my sp- myself French? and my son. No Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> I should start French. That's a very good point. Um, but yeah, uh, that. So listeners, if if you've been thinking about it, seriously, you can set it up so you, you know you do five ten minutes a day at most. Even it's really easy to use. It's free. It's really safe. that is that is awesome. We, my husband and I were just talking about how. Two goals we have is to send our children out of our homes knowing one other language and one instrument. And that's my only goal as a parent because I cannot over – I hate over-scheduling us. Yeah. So my, I hate it. My son so is things not, like this are helpful. Yeah. My son is not yet four and he knows several words and a few phrases of Spanish. That's awesome. And that's like awesome. just doing this app. That's cool. Yeah. So yeah. I and then that. I'm also doing German too just because I've already – learn German and mm-hmm. I can refresh it and learn, go beyond what I had already learned. Anyhow, yeah. so check it out, duolingo.com and cool. the app. It's really slick on the app. So, Or Anyhow, if you're trying, so, try trying to speak, here's my tip. If you're trying to speak French, just remember that little, um, what was he at? That in, um, oh, dang it, the Disney movie with Ariel. What's it called? The mermaid. Little, you little know? Mermaid. The little mermaid. The little French guy, the little French crab. And I he's like, no, no, the, the chef is like, le poisson, le poisson, hee hee, ho, ho, ho. Like, that's <laughs> oh, always. <laughs> you are showing your, like, your gender. Anyhow, go ahead. <laughs> anyway, All that's right. what I think of. And I apologize to anyone I offended. And you're welcome to make fun of me and how I talk. Yeah. So you want to. 1910 um, okay. was the French person. Yeah. Okay. So he learned that lavender oil could be used as a treatment on burns. Okay. So that this mm. is when it's starting to get a little bit more applicable to us. Um. Yeah. So okay, I'll, I'll go ahead and stop there. You don't need any any more. Basically, no. From- like, do you have any like more? I mean, that oh, just also, became. Yeah, so this is gonna become interesting, right? Like, okay. I burn myself like every other night trying to cook things. Um, so we'll get there. But basically, from 1970 to now is like based the modern time of essential oils when people have decided that they you know, are reinvestigating this medicinally. And I think a lot of that comes with just people, the backlash on pharmaceuticals and antibiotics specifically. And, um, you know, our, all of our problems with now having bacteria that are resistant to antibiotics, people in, in the medical profession, PhDs, you know, in science are starting to look elsewhere for how we can treat ourselves, especially with the smaller things at home that, you know, maybe we shouldn't like jump the gun and always get pharmaceuticals for those. And if we save the pharmaceuticals really only when we need them, then that might be a better thing for our world yeah. and 
and us as people. So, so that's can kind I, of can I, can I add something else here? Uh, I mentioned Joe Rogan, I think at, at this point, every podcast in the last like three, but um, I mentioned earlier, but it's funny because I just listened to um, part of the last, his newest um, show and he interviewed some guys that did this documentary. They were one of them was like a bodybuilder or something like they were in that world of stuff and they um, had uh pain pill issues and they uh, had lost the, one of the guys lost a brother or something to pain meds. Um, yeah. So they did this documentary on all the over medic medication and it just that whole world of stuff. And it's just a, I got to I have to listen to the rest of it, but um, yeah, it's like shocking the amount of just pain medication that's available to us. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, and it's shocking like addictions and you know how different people in everyday life, how many people deal with different things like that. And a lot of times with athletes, it starts with an injury. Um, you know, and I've told the story before is I had a friend who I had worked with previously who, um, she broke her pelvis and, um, she might even listen to this sometimes. I don't know. Um, she was pro, um, mountain biker and she basically, you know, we talked briefly, but she was gung ho about not being on pain, pain meds after that, after a pelvis surgery. Mm-hmm. It was within days she went off of her surgery, like within two days or maybe three, but we're talking, you know, 48, 72 hours. She went completely off of pain, pain pills and used ginger (laughs) for the rest of her recovery and like recovered faster than anyone thought. And everyone was like, Oh my gosh, this is so amazing. And you know, the other cool thing about ginger is that it's an anti-nausea. So not only was she not causing herself nausea by taking pain pills, but she was like helping her digestive system well, you know, relieving pain and the whole one thing with um, injuries and pain pills is that part of the problem that it, an uphill battle as far as healing is a lot of times you don't want to eat. So you're not giving yourself the nutrition you need. So you have like this downward cycle because you're barfing and you're puking and, you know, you're not digesting things, but you don't want to eat. And so it can prolong it. Whereas this was like everything beneficial. It, it was just, it's amazing. And so that's the whole thing is like that was a couple of years ago now and I fully accepted that could work. <laughs> Yeah. But it took me a while here. So I think you're right. It's just the presentation. It's just, um, just you know, something we're not familiar with and all that. Yep. Um, so let me tell you real quick the three ways that essential oils can enter your bloodstream. And then I'll tell you a little bit more and maybe even give you like a couple recipes to start with. And hopefully you'll be interested enough to go watch the three videos I have up and kind of dig into it. Um, okay. So how essential oils can enter our bloodstream. And this more scared me than anything when I really learned about this. The first two ways are um, mucous membranes. One is mucous membranes in your respiratory system. So when these are in the air, they can enter into your bloodstream. And this isn't just like, oh, you know, like something I'm making up. Like they can, they can test bloodstreams and see that these compounds are in the bloodstream. So can I, before we get further in that, so yeah. this is the scary part about it for me. If you think yeah. about it, think about that, that commercial air freshener that you spray in the air. Like Febreze and, or something. Who knows and, what's in that? <laughs> wow, it smells really good. You know why it smells Actually, good? Because the shit's getting in your face, in your in your lungs, in your nose, in every and little it was made, cell. Right, in a factory in New Jersey. And I apologize to New Jersey, but I read the book. Um, oh, God, I can't remember anything this morning. Um, the book where they showed how all those flavors that are added to our foods, like dropped, like here's some. There's an entire, there's an entire. And it's like dropped in with drops from a, from all these yeah. um, places in New Jersey that make them. Ooh. So there's an entire company 
that that's what they do. It's billion dollar oh. corporation publicly traded. Yeah, I think it's there's called, many of them. International. Well, the big one is like international flavor food. I don't even know the name of it, but oh yeah, yeah. Anyhow. Yeah, I'm in, uh, for people, I'm in food manufacturing as well, and don't worry, we use oh, I yeah. use all the foods in my stuff. But yeah, the the things that are available to you when you're like, oh, I would like some nice strawberry powder from real strawberries, yeah. and you search that, and you're like, whoa, I could get like strawberry powder that's like invented somewhere. Yeah. And it's horrible. Okay. Anyway. So that was the whole mucus. When you think about when you think about that and you're like, well, whoa. Okay. Yeah, everyone knows this this works. Because we have things now like um you know, when you think about smoke, like um, you know, cigarette smoke and secondhand smoke, those are chemicals getting into your bloodstream. It's not just your lungs. Those chemicals get into people's bloodstreams. Things like um, you know, we have new um vaccines that are up the nose. Those are getting into people's bloodstreams. You know, so it's not far fetched to think what I smell can get into my bloodstream, right? Mm-hmm. Like when yeah. you just think about it. And it's, it's definitely scary. And then you think about pollution. It goes beyond just like hurting your lungs. It's into the bloodstream. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's the first mucus membrane. The second is actually the mucus membranes in our guts. So we have mucus all through our digestive system. And um, one of the things it does is it helps in the absorption of different compounds in our small intestines. And these essential oils latch on there, and that's how they can get into our guts. Now, they have gone through an acidic environment in our stomachs and through a few different things. So some things are going to get degraded there, um, but again, they're able to test these amounts in our bloodstreams, and they can get through there too. The third way, and this one freaks me out too, because whenever the, the digestive thing doesn't freak me out because I'm very you know, um, aware when I eat something, (laughs) other things that are just in my environment, like you're not as aware, you just breathe. But when you have, when you take and eat something, you're like, I'm eating this. So you know what you're doing or, or not, but you know, like it's an intentional act, just breathing the things outside. That's why that scares me. Number three is through your skin. So your skin, your outer layer of skin is basically made up of dead skin cells that act as a protection. Um, and then there's like, um, lipids around them. So, Oils can, you know, are, and these, this stuff surrounding them is also um, lipophilic, not lipophobic, meaning that it's lover of, of lipids. So it's able to connect with them. Lipophobic means, you know, that it pushes it away because it's phobic. So in chemistry terms. So the oils are able to like sink into this um, material and then from there sink in through the different um, levels of our skin or layers of our skin into our bloodstream. Now, this one that, might seem a far-fetched one to you too, but there are studies that show that people can apply essential oils and then they're able to test within an hour the essential oil compounds being exhaled because we'll talk about how our body gets rid of them too. Well, exhaled. Come on, I know. Man. Nope. Nope. Totally your serious. Web, your new party website, if we just go to wooland.com. <laughs> All right. So go ahead. There you go. Um, but also think about the Nicorette patches or the pain patches. Yeah. Good point. Yeah, they sink into the, your bloodstream the, yeah. and they get and, and they're there. And okay, so it should freak you out now when you think about like what all you rub on your children. Oh, you know, let's get this nice smelling, crazy before bed lotion. I'm I'm there too. I'm I'm not pointing a finger. Actually, we're pretty and, good with the kids. <clears throat> Amy always like constant with sunscreen, but I'd rather covering them up and have them a little hot being outside with like a hat and log sleeve right. or something and just limit the time, you know. But Right. But even there, like being picky about which one or um, yeah, even then, even then things get in through your hair. They get in through, you know, air, soaps. God, I am um, not cleaning. I'm not using anything. I'm just going to use like some sheep soap. Should, should I sign you up right now, Ben? Right. <laughs> um, deodorants, all these things that, ha- you know, that's when people 
start talking about aluminum and your deodorant and you're like, you are a wacko. You probably own the website called Woo Woo Land, don't you? Yeah. But, but man, you start thinking about it and you're like, Doom. and I'm not saying that all these things definitely cause cancer or definitely do this or that. But, you know, as you're just aware of what's in your body and what you're eating, maybe as we focus on what we're eating, we focus on what we're breathing and we focus on what we're putting on our skin. And we also focus not just, here's the other thing where it came full circle for me. I feel like I've spent my career wanting to not only help people come back to seeing foods as real foods and not numbers, but number two, getting out of the diet mentality where we're just trying to avoid things and instead seeing foods at what, what all can do for you and trying to proactively obtain those. Um, you know, and this goes back for me like 10 years is when I really kind of put that forth as one of my goals as a nutritionist. So this is the exact same thing now. Instead of just trying to avoid pollutants and avoid nasty things in my house, what if there's things I could use that are actually beneficial to me while they're just in my home? So that's kind of where it started for me. So in the beginning, like I said, you know, I was just reading, you know, rub this on your head and you'll, you know, be calm or you'll, um, oh, you can use things for antifungals or whatever. Um, but there was no explanation. And hopefully I've done a little bit in explaining <laughs> so it doesn't seem so woo-woo land to everyone. Um, and I'll tell you just briefly, um, so we wrap this up, kind of what I'm doing from here. And um, and if you're interested in in this, um how I can help. Now, one other thing I really hate about this industry is for whatever reason, most all of the, um, the better companies are using multi-level marketing. I don't get it. I, you know, I own two companies. I was telling Ben, I own two companies. And when I went about selling things on them, like I did it like a normal person, like here's here, I have this, you can buy it. Give me your money. I'll give you the product. (laughs) Right. Like, so I just don't three people to sign up. And Oh, it's just, it kills me. I got to tell you that it kills me. And so, um, I'm nervous about one telling all my listeners and readers that now I am selling something that's not my own because I've always kind of with supplements wanted to be a third party where well, um, you can start making essential oils, right? Oh yeah, that's yeah. what I have time to do, right in my kitchen sink. Right. Um, I've always liked being a third party because I could be completely unbiased for one thing and say what I want. Um, but two, like the multi-level marketing kills me. So, but the thing is, is with the company that I've chosen, and one of the reasons that I have really liked them is they have PhDs and doctors using these things in real studies, in hospitals, in NICUs, in, you know, it, the science that they've documented is amazing. And so I liked that. So that's kind of where I'm going. So basically you have to go on someone, you know, you have to go through someone. So now I might be your someone and I'm not pushing this on you. So if I'm not that person, yeah. fine, but it's going to be, and that's the whole thing about putting on my website. I don't want to go track people down and make my friends and family, you know, do anything. Although a lot of them do it cause they're excited too, but that's not my goal. So it's just part of my website. Now I have a whole section called the well-oiled athlete where where I'm taking what we know about essential oils now and applying them to athletes because that's what I do with nutrition as well, um, where you can learn about it. And then also if you're interested in buying it, you can go through. So what I have with doTERRA is the company is I have my own little site there. So it's really easy. You just go on and you can buy whatever you want. And I explain this all on my, um, on my website. And, and the, point be- of this, the point of this whole episode was basically to let you explain uh, your reasoning behind all this Right. right. And introduce people to the, the thought of like superfoods and yeah. these essential oils and what they're doing and kind of the background, because hopefully, you know, I, I was completely turned off, like I said, 
Um, and then it took one experience of me not being able to walk to improve, to, to open my, at least open my mind. And then once I did and I dove into it, then it all kind of made perfect sense. But a few other things I will tell you is, so these different compounds then are different at, are able to heal or benefit different types of tissues in plants and in our bodies. So some of them are good at healing connective tissue. Some of them are, like I said, antifungal, antibacterial, antiviral, um, which all makes sense when you think about it from a plant, right? Um, a couple of the other things that I've um, had experience with, and this goes back to the lavender, is that I got in a fight with a sparkler last Fourth of July, and it turned out bad for me. The sparkler won, and I had these burns on my hand, and it was such a bummer because sparkler burns for one, they really hurt, and for two, it's like a billion degrees outside. So I have this burn, and we're still just playing with the kids outside, and it's just you know how burns like throb, and when you're in a like a warm environment, they just they're horrible. Like you can barely think about anything else. So lavender turns out is amazing at connective tissue um, healing and burn relief. And so I had made this spray by then. By then I was kind of into this. And I had made, I have, so I have these bottles that are written on with Sharpie <laughs> for different things that we use them for. Um, and one is a burn spray. And it has a, um, coconut oil because that serves as a carrier oil. And carrier oils help get it through that first um, layer of your skin um, into, into your bloodstream faster. So anyway, it's a, it, it was coconut oil with um, lavender and lemon. We're talking, again, minutes, like, the pain relief was just, it was gone. I couldn't, I, I couldn't even believe it. It wasn't like putting aloe vera on your hand and it kind of comes and it kind of goes. Yeah. This was like done. Like I didn't have a burn mm -hmm. and it was still there and it healed, but it healed better than burns normally do too. I, like it's just, that sort of stuff has blown my mind. Um, I also have in our home like an ouchy spray. So this is like a neosporin type thing, same sort of thing. It uses the different essential oils that heal connective tissue. Um, there are studies in hospitals using basil to, to heal um, or get rid of um, ear infections. And it's not like you're shoving the oil down your ear, but you're putting it on the outside. And it's, an, basil has amazing antibacterial properties. Um, and that's a toe properties. fungus one too? There's a toe fungus one, both tea so, tree oil, which is melaleuca, just so you don't get confused because that's a weird word, and oregano applied to um, toenail fungus. Guess so you just what? like stick it right on your toes? You like paint it? I paint it. I have toenail fungus. Sorry, yeah. guys. Well, it's like, pretty normal for oh, athletes that doesn't. Yeah, and it's telling Ben like I've when I first got it, I was in high school. That's how long I've had it, and and now I'm finally getting rid of it. But it, um, I, I tried a round of the antifungals that you like you take orally, and it was horrible. I'm I'm a small person. It like it it was horrible for me. I, I got sick from them. Um, I couldn't take it the full amount. I stopped. Uh, I just had all these side effects. Um, and I've never had it so bad that any other doctor has wanted to treat it or been willing to think that they should, but it's definitely there. And so, yeah, you, I just painted on with um, like a Q-tip. Really? Twice a day. So oregano oil and tea tree oil and, I'll, you know, they're, they're clearing up. It, take, it still takes like three months. It takes a while. That stuff, yeah. toenail is a pain in the butt. So you, um, do you mix them? Like how do you do no, that? That one's a straight one. So, yeah, so you, I just drop so just it drop into it the lid. Okay. And then I get my Q-tip. I drop like two drops in there. I get my Q-tip so it's a little bit saturated. And then I paint it on the top and underneath. Mm -hmm. Each at the same time? No. One, one in the morning and one in the afternoon. And the reason oh, okay. I've done that is just because both of them have properties to do this. And some say one is better than the other. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to do both instead of doing oregano both right. times. I think at this point I just have to dip my feet in it. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to cost you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so some other ones. Um, peppermint. Peppermint has been highly... Well, it has been researched more than a lot of others in sports. And this one is actually like performance enhancing, similar to the way caffeine does. There's some studies that show like 
just like we talk about with caffeine, people run better. They have more power. They all these things, and also, um, if you really want to get into woo-woo land, you know, the whole like concentrating. It has some properties that help with headaches, and I don't know if it's dilating vessels or exactly how that's working. But between all of that, peppermint has been somewhat consistently shown as a performance enhancer for sports. Um, another one, tea tree oil, an antifungal. So you want to spray that maybe in your shoes, in your, you know, your sneakers that you wear or your chamois or wherever else you might think that an antifungal can help you as an athlete. Um, other things, there's some lavender has, um, so there's a whole emotional side of, um, essential oils too. Now this is super woo woo land.com. Yeah. I think we'll, I think we'll, um, save, we'll, we'll do this one and we'll save, uh, more, uh, not remedies, yeah, I'll, but I'll remedies. tell you about lavender and then we'll, we'll, okay. we'll and by the way, woowooland.com <laughs> is available. Yes. So you yes. could have hack nutritionist and woowoo land and almost delicious, and, which oh, I'm yeah, right, right. I'm making that into a cookbook. So anyone's still out there. I'm writing a cookbook called almost delicious and I'm going to be so excited when I finally do that. When my I don't kids know if go you're to school. sell much of that. Oh, no, I'm going to sell a It's hard to a market. Hey, no. I have this book that's, you're going to make food that's almost delicious. <laughs> And it's awesome. I that's gonna be the backlash of the food network making us all feel like we have to come up with like freaking amazing yeah, dinners every night. I'm gonna say no you don't. Just make it pretty well, good. You can just almost or- delicious. Well no, you can just order it though. Like in oh, the yeah. boxes. And then you can gain a billion pounds and come help me. Well, no, you don't gain a billion pounds because they're like super fresh and really good to eat. Oh, good the food. mail delivery. Well, yeah. you- You'll just have like fifty dollars a meal for a family of four. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Right. So anyway, lavender and then we'll, la- last we'll, thing okay. is some of them just like pharmaceuticals can affect our brains. And so um in aromatherapy, which has been used by like um you know masseuses and things for a long 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 time. Lavender is thought to be a relaxer as far as our brains go emotionally. So that's another one that can help with sleep and if you don't want to be, you know, get hooked on to sleep medication, then this might be a nice thing to try. Um, and, and that can help with athletes who just don't get enough sleep. So there's all kinds of things. So basically on my site, I'm going to lead you through this again, show you if you want to, where you can buy it. But I also will now have a document called hundred ways, um, athletes specifically can use essential oils. And I will tell you, it goes so far beyond being an athlete to me, my kids, um, the deep blue doTERRA, my kids are starting where they're having those growing pains in the middle of the night and that stuff. Like I rub it on before they go to bed when they're doing that and they're good. It, it makes you all tingly and like hot and cold at the same time. So they, they kind of go all crazy, but, but it works for them too. Um, my house, I'm using things for cleaning now and, you know, like we talked about at the beginning. So it's, it's much beyond just being an athlete, but since that's my area, that's where we're going to start. And um, at least 50 of those ways are going to be just these common um, essential oils that you can get in these in, in kits. So you get them kind of all at once and you're not spending all your money on all kinds of different ones, you know, chasing while going down a rabbit hole too much. So anyway, all this will be in the well-oiled athlete. And this one might have been more sales pitch than normal. And I hope I hope it was more educational than sales pitch. Like I said, it's it's way outside my comfort zone um, to to do this sort of thing as far as sales. I'm much more comfortable just selling you like my plans. But hey, I found that it helps me a lot and um, I might as well direct people in a, in a good path and a good understanding. So that's yeah. where I'm coming from. Absolutely. And if anybody yeah. has any questions, comments, thoughts, maybe you, maybe you use it your, some type of essential oil yourself or maybe you're, um, as in my case, 
like my wife was say, saying, Hey, use this, try this, whatever. And yeah. I said, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Back on I used, Facebook and put it there. <laughs> well, I'd throw some stuff in the diffuser and then I yeah. found like adding like the minty ones was like, Hey, it's a little like pep, pep me up yeah. kind of thing. So anyhow, so if you have any questions, comments, thoughts, maybe for next episode, Hey, like, do you, is there an essential oil that like does, you know, helps with this or does whatever, right. that kind of thing. Just let us know. And, uh, you can send any questions to me at Ben at mountainbikeradio.com or Kelly at Kelly at apex. Woo land. <laughs> I was thinking about that. Apex nutrition, com, And that's K E L L I at apex nutrition, com. And one last thing I'll throw in there. Yeah. Woo woo land, almost delicious hacked. Um, One more thing I'll throw in here is that some of the differences just in like the higher quality versus the lower quality, what you're looking for is you want like a company to be able to document how they distilled it and where they got it from. With the one I chose, they only distill each one from a certain place in the world because lavender can be different from one place to the other, depending on its soil, depending on all these things. So that's super highly um, regulated. And then the testing once an oil has been distilled, because you want to make sure, well, you know, there's like really expensive to test it from three different sources constantly. Well, and it's like, there's, there could be things in your soil. It's, it's still a plant. There could be right. bad things in there too, you know, just like supplements. You know, we worry about lead. Well, lead's in the earth, you know, so it comes when you get other minerals out of the earth, you might get lead too. So same thing with plants. You might get things that are in that soil. So you want a company that one documents where they're obtaining it and how they are growing it. And number two, that they're testing the oil once it's in oil form too. So and it's so not be cheap. You know, it's not, it's not super cheap. And like I, the kit that I got, I'll tell you up front. It cost $150. I got 10 different oils and they've lasted me over a year and I use them for everything. So it's lasted me a long time and probably just in cleaning product because I like things. I always like like method, like things that are kind of expensive, but things that always smell good. So then I like use them a ton Mm -hmm. and go through them really fast. So almost, it's probably almost paid for 50% of it just in cleaning, not to mention like the medicinal things. My whole family of six didn't go to the doctor all this winter. I'm excited about that. And I used these on my kids for antibacterial things when we got colds and just also our, our um, school and good friends who ride the bus with them and are in their class got lice this year. And guess what? There's essential oils that repel insects. Like we've talked about, I sprayed this stuff lavender and um, there's a few mint mint is like, you know, and that's well known to gardeners too is um, like, Insects do not like mint. Oh, my children went to school with minty lavender hair and we didn't get lice is all I'm saying. So, you know, it's been a good winter here for not going to the doctor once for anything. And I've, you know, my kids are two, four, six, and eight. So you can do the math on how many times a lot of people in my situation go to the doctor. Hmm. So there you have it. It's paid for itself for me. It might for you, it might not, but hopefully it's just a good information source for you if not. Yeah. I think this is going to lead into more. I'm going to have more questions too, I think so. All right. Yeah, Listeners. send them all hate mail to Ben. All hate mail yes. to Ben. <laughs> Kelly's all about deferring hate mail to everyone. Um, yeah, I just use that stuff and just smell some <laughs> lavender over here. Yes, exactly. <laughs> all right, listeners, uh, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Uh, go check out all the stuff that Kelly has going on. Like she mentioned, plans, uh, writing. She does a ton of writing all over the place. So um, go check out her site. Get more information. If you have any questions, let us know. And that'll do it for this episode of the Apex Nutrition Podcast.